Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Afternoon, Gap Church. Isn't the name of Jesus sweet? Isn't the name of Jesus sweet? It's not my name. Isn't the name of Jesus sweet? My name is nice, but isn't the name of Jesus sweet? All right. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Gap Church, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. First, I just want us to celebrate Dr. Yenny. Um, first of all, it's so awesome to have her back. I've missed her so much. I have no idea. It's so awesome to have her back. Um, and last series, oh God, was so good. Yes or yes? Okay. I was just, I was, I was just tracking, tracking with me. It was so good. So let's celebrate her. Let's celebrate Pastor Lydon Rockwood-Tusin. Let's celebrate Taya. We're really talking about it. I know some of you, we're not done talking about it. But up, up here, we're done. We have talked about it. <laughs> you know, but, and so this month, we're starting a new series. And I am excited about it um, because I believe that this is where everyone is at or will be at or have been at. We'll all be there. You know, and it's something that we've all thought about, talked about, prayed about, wished about, asked about. And so it's good that we're going to be talking about it this morning. It's not, let's talk about it, but we're talking about it. And so this morning, who knows our serious topic? Who's following us on Instagram? So who knows our serious topic? The purpose-driven life. The purpose-driven life. Have you heard the word purpose before? Have you ever heard the word purpose before? All right. I just want to be sure that everyone, you know, has heard that word. And so, like I said before, we're talking about something that is very important. And today I'm going to be doing an introduction into the series. And I implore everyone to please try to make every Sunday in this series. Because it's going to be a continuation. So wherever we stop today, we pick up next week. And it goes on and on like that. So please let's try to be here for every Sunday series about on this topic. And so on everyone's journey, on our journey of life, we ask ourselves five questions. Five important ones. The first one we always ask ourselves is, who am I? Ever asked yourself that question before? All right. The second one we always ask ourselves is, where am I from? Yes or yes? Next one we ask ourselves is, why am I here? Yes or yes? Next one is, what can I do? Yes or yes? And the last one is, where am I going? Yes or yes? All right. So we've asked ourselves sometime in life these five questions. And so today we're going to be addressing one out of the five. Why am I here? Why am I here? But first, let's define purpose. Um, let's define purpose. Purpose is a reason. Please write down. Please, 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 please. Right. Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. It is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. It's the reason for your birth and the meaning of your existence. It is the reason for your birth and the meaning of your existence. Is the finish before the start. It is the finish before the start. It is the destination before the journey. And lastly, it is the final address of your life. It is the final address of your life. 
So like I said initially, our topic is the our series topic is the purpose driven life. But today I'm going to be narrowing on something very important. I remember asking myself the why am I here question when I was a lot younger and how many of you have feel like you've still not gotten an answer to that question? Sincerely, sincerely. You're still asking, but you've not gotten an answer. Hands, hands. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. We're all asking. I mean, there's still some question God has still not answered me. Don't worry. It's a journey. So I asked myself that question a lot growing up. Um, not even growing up, grown. Some days I still ask it because some days it's not just tracking, you know. But one thing that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention preparing for this message is that one thing I always got wrong was that it's not about me. And so my topic today, it's not about you. It is not about you. Next line, it starts with God. It starts with God. So our Bible text is from 1 Kings, from verse 19, 19 to 21. 1 Kings 19, 19 to 21. So let's read. So we all know the story of Elijah and Elisha, and this is where, when Elisha, amen. This is when Elijah kind of like anointed or handed over to Elisha. Or the beginning of the journey of handing over to Elisha. And so verse 19, so he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And it was with the 12th. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. 20. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, please let me kiss my father and my mother and then I will follow you. And he said, go back again for what have I done to you? 21. So Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate. And then he arose, followed Elijah and became his servant. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Leave it in verse 19. But I love what verse 19 was doing because it was giving us a picture of where Elisha was when Elijah came to anoint him. And so here we see that Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and was with the 12th. Let's do quick math. 12 times 12. 124? Jesus, oh God. I was about to say, I might just drop my, who is the math teacher here? Lola, they help us. Um, <laughs> 144. I asked that because when I was studying this part, I was trying to understand what position Elisha was when Elijah met him. And it said that Elijah, Elisha was with the 12. So that means that there were 12, 12, 12, 12, 12 in 12 places. So it was with the 12th set of 12. So, it was, so where Elisha was, they had 144 oxen. So Elisha was rich. He wasn't broke. And I, I know this because in verse 21, this, all of this belongs to him. And I know this because in verse 21, he went to kill the animals. He didn't ask for permission to kill the animals. He didn't have to go, I need to ask my master. He told Elijah, I said, I need to go meet my father and my mother. So that means that belongs to him. So Elijah was comfortable. He was not close to broke. And he was not sad. He wasn't worried. Loki, maybe he wasn't even asking. It was very busy. But that was still not his purpose. So you can be busy and you're still not in your purpose. 
you might like your job because you're earning six figure, but that might not be your purpose. And so I told you, I said that when I was asking myself this question and I'm praying, the Holy Spirit said it wasn't about me. And so I tried to poke further. I'm just like, okay, so how make it make sense? Um, because it's my purpose. So why is it not about me? Genesis 1.26 to 28. We're reading the message translation. And God spoke, let us make human beings in our own image. Make them reflect in our nature so that we can be responsible for the fish, oh, Jesus. the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself. And every animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings. He created them male and female. No, actually, yes, sorry. God created human beings. He created them God-like. God reflecting God's nature. Underline that part. Colossians 1.16. Colossians 1.16. Real quick. And it says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things, including myself, were created through him and... Again? Okay, I just want us to hear that. So what Elisha was doing wasn't for... It wasn't for God. All things were created for him. So let's track it back a bit. Follow me. I'm going somewhere. Let's go back a little bit. It says that in Genesis, God created us in his nature to look like him, to be like him, to talk like him, to act like him, to be as beautiful like this. Amen. Thank you. And so I think to myself... Why would Elisha leave something that was working to go with something that he wasn't sure was going to work? First of all, if you know, studied life of Elijah, you know that Elijah was a wonder. He just used to move about. He didn't have an accommodation. He didn't have oxen. Probably they don't even know where the next food is going to come from because birds are feeding Elijah. So if the birds decide not to show up, Elisha will be hungry. Amen. So he's leaving all of these things for something that he wasn't even sure of. Because Elisha had a level of trust that whatever God gives me to do would succeed. Why? Because for every manufacturer, the success of their product is more important to them than the person that uses it. Example. What's this? Okay. Yeah, someone bought it for me for my birthday. I'm just saying, in case you want to buy me another Apple product for my birthday. Thank you. Oh, my dear, ask and it shall be given. All right. AirPods. How do you know where a product is from? Think, think. Thank you. Logo. So that means if I take away the Apple logo from this, and I put in another product, you will say it's an Apple product. Right? All right. Keep that. 
logo. What do you think was the last thing that they put on this airport before they put it in the case? Because first service people were confused. <laughs> before they put it in the case, what do you think was the last thing they put on this product? The logo. I like you people. Don't tell them. The logo. So that means that before Apple would put their logo on this product, they were sure that the product would work. Right? So that means that I would not put my logo on the product if it's not working well. Because I, my reputation is a, it's a stick. Remember, we were created in God's image. I'm getting somewhere. Do you know that the first time I bought this Apple product or this AirPods wasn't the first time it was used? I would explain. Anybody know what this is? Because I know some of you have never seen this, even though you have AirPods. It's okay. It's the manual. Inside this manual are promises that my AirPod will last six hours, or maybe five hours, depending on how much I use it. How do they know it will last six hours? So they said that I can reduce and increase the volume of my AirPods. How do they know? So that means that the first time I used it wasn't the first time it was used. So that means that by the time it was leaving the factory, they were sure that it's working. So it was a completed product that was left the factory. Are you tracking with me? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I need you to follow me. Don't get distracted. You get lost. Back to the manual. So for every manual, comes with two last pages. So we don't read the manual, so we don't even know. But it's okay. It comes with something called warranty. And this warranty is saying that for one year, because it's human being, for one year, anything that happens to this product is at our cost. So if it's not working, we'll pay, replace it. If something is not functioning, we'll repair it. We will pay you to ship it to us, and then we'll ship it back to you. Because we're so sure that nothing is wrong with it. But just in case something happens, we got you. Why do you think Apple cares about you? Do you think Apple cares about you? What do they care about? So why do you think God will create you and not finish you? Jeremiah 1.5. I love that verse. Because he said, before I formed you in the womb, I've completed you. So that means that before there's a shape, before there's a size, before there's a color, before there's a state, before they are your parents, I have ordained you. Let me explain the process of ordination. A lot of classes, a lot of it, assignments and exams, a lot of money spent on those classes, a lot of fasting, a lot of praying, all of these things just for someone to ordain you. But God is saying that I have ordained you before I put you together. So before your parents got to know themselves, before they got married, before they put you together in a process, you were completed. Before Apple would put their logo, before God would put his image on you, he's sure that you're going to work. Not because of you. His reputation. 
Because someone is going to say, well, that is God's image. Why is it not functioning? That's an Apple product. How does it look like China Airports? Because some people will put an Apple logo on some things, man. Amen. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you by name. Unlike Apple, that really doesn't care about you. I knew you by name. And then I have ordained you. You know how they do ordination? They lay hands on everybody. They don't do group. Like, I ordain all of you as deacon and deacon and all of you are pastors. No. One after the other. With your name. And so he said, I have ordained you a prophet, an evangelist, an apostle. Whatever it is that your name is supposed to, your, your destiny is, I have given it to you. So why are you trying to find purpose if you're born with it? Elisha did not get up to go look for purpose. Do you think the first time Elisha heard and knew that he was destined for more was the time Elijah came? So you think somebody would come to me in my beautiful office and just lay something on me and say, let's go. And I will follow. So that wasn't the first time. The first time Joseph, do you think the first time Joseph was um, crowned prime minister was the first time he knew that he was ordained for more? Some of us have pushed away those things that God has shown us because we think it's too big. And now we've grown, some of us have grown old instead of growing up. Because they are two different things. We've grown too old and too realistic. I remember when I was young, I used to have so many dreams. I used to be the dreamer. And I would dream... And I would dream that God would use me to raise the dead. And I would dream so many things. And then I grew up and I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, that's for them. Because if you think about it realistically, I'm too small. But then he said, before I formed you, I finished the work. Not for you, but for me. The reason why God moved from Elijah to Elisha was not because of Elisha. was because there's some people that needed him. The, the reason he moved from Elisha to the next prophet, did you think that the reason he went to look for Jeremiah was because of Jeremiah? I have promised some people in the time of Abraham that I will see them through to the end. And so whatever I find in the way that is available, I am ready. Because my reputation is at stake. It is not about you. It has never been about you. So stop belittling the things that God is showing you. Because the next four Sundays, we're going to be hearing a lot from this, stage, this altar about purpose, bringing it to light. And if you don't get this part, you will not be able to fulfill it. It's just going to be a waste of time because you always think it's about me. We always hear that people are over ambitious, but you never hear that people are doing too much of purpose. It is not about you. The success of any product is for the reputation of the manufacturer. 
everything that you need to fulfill destiny is inside of you. Because when I bought this airport, Apple did not tell me that I need to go and buy the volume from somewhere else. Apple did not tell me that I need to go and buy the charger from somewhere else. Apple did not tell me that for me to end a call, I need to go to another store and buy the button and then attach it. Everything that I need to have a functioning airport is in this airport. The reason why I'm not using this airport to the greatest of my ability because I don't read the manual. The first generation of, no, generation before the generation of airports did not have volume attached to the, bot, the, the ports. Do you know that? No, yes, volume. Yeah, it didn't have volume, just end. But this one has, because it's the new one. <laughs> but this has. But when I bought the airports, I just put it on and I was going. And then I saw a mistake post. Oh, you can increase the volume. And I'm like, oh, really? Some of us are finding out about ourselves. Oh, really? <laughs> we are all born with a manual. We, all of us have everything. Some of us have a hundred, and we are using five, and we think we are deep. Because we don't study the manual. So we don't even know the things that we're able to do. That's why somebody will come and tell you that, oh, I see God in your life. You're able to. And you tell like, yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's the first time you're hearing it. It's the first time. It's the first time you're hearing that you are able to do. I am able to do everything. Through Christ who what? So why is that the first time I'm hearing it? True Christ who's at work in me, Ephesians 3. Not at work over me. Not at work under me. He said at work in me. In front of you. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work in you. So even as we go into this series, and God starts to open your eyes to some things about what he has called you to do. Stop thinking that it's about you. The success of those things are more important to God than they are to you. So do me a favor and just trust him. Do you know how he feels to know that God, my success is more important to God than to me? So that means that I can't fail. But you see, what's now the most important of everything is that another Apple AirPod or maybe iPad cannot tell me how to use my AirPods. Who tells me how to use AirPods? Apple. So that means another person cannot tell me how to live my life or what my purpose looks like. Who tells me? My manufacturer. But then how do I know if I don't have a relationship with the manufacturer?
how do I know if I don't have a relationship with the manufacturer? Do you think if the person, one of the designers of this product was toasting me, amen, I won't have known that this thing can increase and reduce volume. He would have told me, oh, you just bought Apple. Oh, I just, there's some things you don't know about. Let me show you. And as part of, amen. We, we talked about it. We talked about it. But that's because I have a relationship with him. So he's able to show me and tell me. And so it's super important. More important than even looking for purpose is having a relationship with a manufacturer. More important than asking the why questions and the what am I here for and where am I going to and all of that. More importantly is to have a relationship with the manufacturer. Because he is the one. Remember, they say it's the beginning and the end. So that means that I'm able to have a relationship with the person that knows how my end looks like. And so when I turn the mistake left, he's able to put me back to the right. And so I want us to bow our heads. More importantly, because you can live a purpose-driven life, but have a wrong driver. More importantly is having the right drivers. Having the right captain in your boat. And so if you're here and you don't have a relationship with a manufacturer. Or you're saying that I've been asking, but I've been asking the wrong way because it's been about me. God, I want it to be about you. So I want you to do it deep. Just think about it. All of us have been asking and I've been waiting for an answer and wondering why we've not gotten one yet. And they realize that we actually don't even have a relationship with this person. I'm just trying to use him for answers. And so if you're here and you want to say, Father, I want a relationship with you because I know my success is important to you. Because I know that you created it. Because everything created is for you. And if you're saying all of this, please raise your hands wherever you are. Someone will come and give you a card. Because there's nothing on earth that would satisfy you. <laughs> it's nothing like walking in purpose. Because there's nothing you would do that would give you the satisfaction except you're in purpose. Even when purpose doesn't give you money. And so that joy and peace you're looking for is in the hands of the manufacturer. So I give a few more seconds because I want us to pray one prayer. So I give you a few more seconds if you want to give your life to Christ or create a new relationship. Or you've been in a relationship with him and you've strayed away. And if you're also online, a number is going to come up on your screen. Just tap save to that number. Anyone in house? All right, let us pray. And I want us to pray one prayer and say, Father, show me myself through your lenses. Show me myself through your eyes. You've been seeing yourself through your own eyes. You stand in front of the mirror and you look yourself in the face and you're seeing yourself. But God, I want to see myself 
through your own eyes. I want to see myself the way you see me. I want to see myself with the esteem at which you place upon me. Father, show me how you see me. Because I know the moment I see you, see myself like you see me, the devil will stop toying with my life. Because I know that man will not tell me how I should be. Man will not have multiple prophecies for me because I see myself the way you see me. Wrong prophecies, right prophecies, but it won't be the first time because I see myself the way you see me. Open my eyes, oh God. Open my eyes to the esteem. The, the, the esteem that you have put upon me. Let me see you through your eyes, oh God. That your name alone will continually be glorified over my life. Because you said all things were created for you. All things to worship you. And that, Father, my life would always and always and always be used for your glory. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVE to 817-381-5353. Again, text SAVE to 817-381-5353. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.